You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. up and wager welcome back into the show happy tuesday to everybody out there and today is a wonderful wonderful day start of our nfl breakdowns our nfl conversations and so very excited to do that with everybody um steadypicks.com steadypicks radio steadypicks is completely free to sign up so go sign up today best bets for myself and ricky Donnie, Steady Pick system plays and so much more. All these articles, everything else you can need, and also follow us on Twitter at Get Steady Picks at Steady Picks underscore Tom. And I appreciate all the love on Twitter. I really do. We get all kinds of stuff about golf still, um, and we'll look to do it again. So appreciate appreciate that very very much. You have no idea. Um, the biggest thank you can give me though. And not to sound uh, conceited. The biggest thank you can give us would be to like, subscribe, and download and rate the podcast. If you rate the podcast, leave a nice little comment. Hey, Tom's golf picks are awesome. That's simple as that. That's all we need. Uh, We would appreciate that very, very much. Um, on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, either is fine. But a five-star rate and uh, write us a nice little comment. doesn't matter what it is, but appreciate that in advance very much. Thank you. Um, and we've been doing this show for quite a while now, over a year. We're, gonna, we're coming up on a year and a half, I suppose, and um, I'm just still having so much fun doing this. So thank you. Today we're going to start with the NFL. We're going to go division by division, Tuesday and Thursdays. And we're just going to discuss some of the future prices, some of the things I'm seeing. Maybe some of the expectations heading into the season for some of these teams and how maybe that differs from their odds or whatever the case may be. We're just going to make observations. We use some numbers some stats from last year, some of the stats I've been working on all off season, some of the numbers to kind of help us you know, guide us to where we need to go. But that's the plan for today. Um, if I do end up with tennis plays, they will be on Twitter at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. We won't have time for them today here, unfortunately. I want to start with the AFC. I'm thinking we're going to go all AFC, all NFC, and then 
like one final show to wrap up the season. But I want to start with the AFC. And whether I should start with this one or end with this one, I'm not sure. But I want to start with the AFC North. Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. Because I still think this is the most fascinating offseason for a division that we've, that we've had in a while. Many people will say, you know, the Broncos and what they're doing, that's fascinating, and that certainly is. But this is something totally different. Obviously, we've talked a lot about Deshaun Watson on this show and what all of everything means for him and his team. And because we've kind of talked about it, I figured we'd start with that one and we'll work our way around the AFC. So we'll catch the AFC North today. Current odds to win the division. These are all all odds are courtesy of BetMGM, but always, always shop around for the best price. Ravens plus 160. Bengals plus 180. Browns are 3-1. to one, Steelers are 9-1. to one. The Ravens have really come down in price um, since we first talked about the Ravens, right? I think we talked about the Ravens. They were something, you know, plus 230 maybe even. Uh, somewhere in there, we started talking about them. Then we bet them at maybe 2-1. to one. And now they get all the way down to plus 160 where I don't, um, I don't feel that they're very bettable at that price. Like, I don't know if I'm rushing out the door to to get down on that anymore. Yeah, I'm probably not. Um, I was trying to look for my ticket real quick with the with the Ravens to win the division, but I couldn't find it. I believe we got like plus one ninety. Or two to one. Somewhere in there. Either way, it's really swung a lot and I don't necessarily know if I'd be betting that now at plus 160. The Browns are the real question here at 3-1, to one, of course, with Deshaun Watson, the controversy there, with what's going to happen with NFL appealing. This is the six-game suspension that was dealt to him by the independent investigator, the independent Jury, you could say, judge. The NFL will appeal that. And what does that mean for week one of the NFL season? I don't know. I don't know what it means. Will he be eligible to play if this is not sorted out? Will he not be because there's an ongoing you know, case? I believe he's going to be able to play if they don't have it sorted out by week one. Will he play? I don't know. Maybe it's in his best interest to not play until it's sorted out. I don't know. I'm not in the camp. Obviously can't tell you. But I really, I mean, even if he, if he's out, there's some people that still think the Browns are going to be a really good team. And I just don't see it. I really don't. So that, to me, is totally off the table. You need Deshaun Watson. And even then, with everything that's going on this year for them, 
I still don't think I would bet him. And I almost want Watson to come back at some point so I can bet the Ravens or the Bengals again. Just from a betting perspective. Because as soon as the news drops that he's coming, you know, whatever, whatever the suspension is, you know around that time they're going to start taking some bets. And I'll come back with the Ravens or the Bengals again. Those are the odds to win the division. This should be a pretty strong division, um, all things considered. What I wanted to do was kind of look at look at some stats here. Just take a peek at some some numbers. And the one category of stats that you know that I've really come to like, and we'll get to it in a second, is Breaking down the EPA, right, expected points added. We talked about this last week during our stats show. And you're able to kind of filter it out into high leverage situations. Right, you can take it third and fourth down. What does that look like? Third and fourth down with a winning percentage between a certain percent. What does that look like? You know, so we can make all these filters to kind of isolate things because again we talked about this too it's all about the high leverage situations to me so if i can pull out third and fourth down where the win percentage is between x and x i'm essentially doing that but we can lay some groundwork right because you probably have to in some way compare that to their normal epa so if we go ahead and just look at EPA, this is the last three years. This is kind of, this is the adjusted EPA last three years. All all t- playing times. So this kind of gives you just a, hey, who's good, who's not. Surprisingly, Kyler Murray's pretty low on this list, um, believe it or not. But, you know, we'll, we'll get back. We'll, that's not the division we're on today, but... I just always think that's interesting. Um, Deshaun Watson ranks pretty high on this list, although he doesn't have all the data, obviously. Joe Burrow is 13th on this list. He's 13th in a lot. And again, he, he had, you know, he was a rookie. He had some, some of his early seasons in here. That's to be expected. And he really wasn't great until last year, which still makes me have some questions about him just in general. Is he really going to be the star that everybody thinks he is and there's no regression coming whatsoever for Joe Burrow? Are we sure about that? Because you also look at some of the numbers for Joe Burrow and I'm not necessarily convinced. We'll, We'll jump to my favorite one here. which is, again, that third and fourth down, where does that look? What does that look like? He's actually 20th in my adjusted number last year. He finished 20th in those high-pressure situations. 20th. 20th in quarterbacks. 
during those high-pressure situations. Now it's a sample size of 89 plays in a season. So you have to take that for what it is. You know, the the, the full thing is over a thousand, you know, over a thousand plays for all of these last three seasons, over a thousand plays for all these guys. Just last year alone, the guys range from 250 to 350 or something. Yeah, 250 to 350 in total plays. This is an even smaller sample size of, you know, 80, 70 to 110 for these quarterbacks. And again, we know that going in. We're not, it's okay. We know what we're looking at. But Joe Burrow, to, in my numbers, ranks 20th. Am I adjusted? Oh, let me correct myself. Excuse me. The filter was incorrect. He's number 13. That sounds a little bit better. Number 13. And one of the stats that I really like that they provide here is success rate. And your success rate is determined by how often, so success rate, how often you do what you need to do. Because it takes in the down and distance into the cal- into the calculation very nicely. On third down, it's how many times you get 100% of yards to gain on third and fourth down. Right, so we're taking, we're taking third, just third and fourth down plays. So we are, it's either they convert or they don't. How often do they convert on third and fourth down when the win probability is right in the middle between 30 and 70% for either team? Any quarter, third and fourth down. This gives us a really good idea. How often does he convert when it's a close game? And his success rate, Joe Burrow's success rate, is actually very low. Like, very low. 43%. 43.8% of the time he succeeds on third and fourth down in a high leverage, high maybe high pressure situation. 43%. The best in the league is 55. To give you, to give you the the top the worst of the data that i have is something like 35 which is you know jared golf sam darnold zach wilson those are the guys at the bottom of this list and he's certainly closer to that than he is i mean he's below trevor lawrence dak i mean dak prescott he's basically tied with teddy bridgewater in this he's behind mac jones Behind Matt Ryan, behind Tua, behind Tannehill, Garoppolo, on and on and on. Davis Mills, who had 30 less plays to to go in here. Daniel Jones, less than Daniel Jones. So that success rate is kind of alarming. A little bit alarming. As far as the expected points added, ranking 13th, um, he's behind Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, Tua, Derek Carr. Those are the group above him. He is just above, though, 
Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence. Now, you might be surprised to hear Josh Allen is 14th on this list. And I am too. But his success rate is really not elite with the rest of with the rest of the people, the company you would give him. You know, Herbert, Rogers, Murray, Holmes, like the the Stafford, the group that you would put him with, his his success rate and certainly his EPA is not really there. It's kind of interesting. It's very interesting. So I just wanted to point that out. And if we look at, um, so obviously Deshaun, we're not going to have a lot of data on the Steelers. I, you know, they're going to be pretty bad this year, right? That's no surprise. But the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, although he was hurt and he did not play a lot of these games, he is down at the bottom. And his success rate is horrendous. And yes, his sample size is a little bit smaller, so that does matter. But I don't like what I see in this category. And that makes us nervous as as Ravens betters. But you have to understand, and this is the danger of just taking last year, because not all years are created equal. Like if you go to his, you know, to the last three years and you just take a look at take a look at that, Lamar Jackson ranks. 10th in the NFL in in the in the same stats right he's very good above Derek Carr above Kirk Cousins Dak Prescott right Russell Wilson Kyler Murray he's above all those guys last three-year rolling average of these stats but just last year alone not so good. And this is, you got to be careful not to just take last year and go with it because you're not adjusting for a down year, which Lamar obviously had with all the injuries that they, they sustained. You're just not, um, you're not, you're not adjusting for any of that. So if we look at the defenses here and you just look at uh, third and fourth down again, those high leverage situations, which defenses tend to perform the best in in a lot of ways. There's some weird teams you 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 might not expect towards the top of this list. There certainly is for me. And again, this is just last year, so do what you want with this. But some of the top teams, Arizona, the Saints, Buffalo, Miami, the Giants. But in this context, we'll look at you know, the teams that, that we're caring about right now. Baltimore smack dab in the middle at 17th. It's where Baltimore sits. Cleveland sits at 24th in this category. Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, where are they? Tell me they're not. Oh, they're 19th. So kind of right in the middle towards the bottom towards the bottom ish of where they want to be. So defenses in those situations, they're all relatively, you know, kind of smashed in the middle. And again, one of the things for the NFL I think is so important is yes, it's a team sport, it's the ultimate team sport, is the NFL. 
But at the same time, it's very quarterback-driven. The quarterback is very important into influencing the overall outcome of a game. And so it's it's super important to have the right quarterback and to evaluate that properly. Um, another category that I've been working on to kind of put some of my thoughts down is red zone stats. So taking last year's red zone statistics and taking a look at those. Now, these are just normal um, stats. So it's, you know, they're not adjusted to anything. So it really arguably is useless. But I just like to look at it um, and have it as a, a reference for me. Um, and it shows the amount of attempts that they've taken, pass attempts they've taken in the red zone. And, um, yeah, it makes sense. Some guys have not taken a lot. Lamar Jackson had 50. Josh Allen had 130. 129 to be exact. Joe Burrow had 59 pass attempts in the red zone. I mean, this really gives you a sense of how good the Buffalo Bills were um, getting into the red zone. Because not only did he have the most pass attempts from the red zone, he also had the most rushing attempts from the red zone at 32, Josh Allen did. Which is just insane to think about. Um, Just absolutely insane. But if we scroll down and find some of our guys here, Joe Burrow ranks 13th in the numbers here. Um, And is fine, right? He's fine in the red zone. It's hard to tell with these just flat stats. Um, It's really hard to tell, so you can't necessarily draw much from it, but I think it's interesting. Last year, DVOA, if that's something you like to to consider. Again, I think with, with this division in particular, you're really looking at what they can be. And sometimes looking back on stats doesn't do that for you. Like Baltimore finished, uh, what's that, 19th in, D, in DVOA for me. Total DVOA, 19th. Previous year, they were 7th. The Bengals finished 17th. Last year, they were the previous year, they were 30th. It's very interesting. Cleveland finished 13th. Last year, they were eight, the year before, they were 18th. Ranked in the lead. This is total DVOA. And so all of this to say, They have variance rankings, too. They have all kinds of stuff. But all of this to say, I don't think Cincinnati's as good as people think they're going to be. I don't think the Bengals are going to be as good as people think. I really don't. There's a chance that the, that the Ravens are not as good as people think they're going to be. And maybe the Ravens, after I look at a lot of these numbers, maybe the Ravens is more of a feeling play for me. And it was taking advantage of the line movement that was coming. But I still think they're the best best bet that you could have made would be to take the Ravens. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager tomorrow. We'll be back with golf. St. Jude Invitational is this week. 
go ahead and break that down tomorrow and Thursday we'll be back with more NFL. If there's things you want me to talk about in particular with the NFL shows, let me know. Happy to dive into anything that uh, in particular you'd like to see or hear. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening. Have a nice day.